Material Components, Season 2. Episode 2, Gravity is Real. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. Heck yeah. Thank you. Rawr, dragon master, rawr. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, got it in one. Mm-hmm. Uh Hi, folks. I am Olivia, and I will be playing Florian of Akalar. I am Elliot, and I'm playing uh, Shanam, Shay for short, a wizard's school dropout. I am uh, Michael, and I'm playing, uh, forgot my character's name for a second there, Oswald, uh, the, uh, the archive field researcher. Hey, everyone. I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari, the man with the mech. Indeed. And How am I? Wait, wait, what does... Ter- <laughs> hang on. Now, hang on. What determines a man in this universe of different species? Um, are you a miserable little pile of secrets? <laughs> what is a man if not that? <laughs> <laughs> Answer that. <laughs> if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck and can be quoted from Castlevania, then it must be a man. <laughs> Checkmate, libs. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I, of course, thanks for coming to season two. We're done. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. Course, would like to ask the question I ask every time, albeit with a slight twist, and that is, do you, Michael Lisman, remember what happened <gasps> last time? Yes, we are on a uh, humanitarian uh, mission. Uh, as part of the Cole, where did it go? I wrote it down. Cole Foundation. Foundation. I got it right here. Oh, thanks, God. Um, we are on a ship called the Storm's Repose. Uh, it's a large city-sized ship, uh, and we're just going around uh, the galaxy, uh, just trying to pick up the pieces uh, left over from the conflict that ended five years ago and the shattering. Uh, so specifically, uh, we, our team name Oracle Zero, probably the best team, I'm just going to put that out there, uh, have arrived at a planet called Talgon 3. Uh, and when we got there, we found that a moon had been shattered and a continent destroyed. But instead of getting to investigate that, we are on the other side of the planet, uh, where there's a distress signal uh, at an archipelago. But there is a fragment of this moon that's stuck into one of the islands of this archipelago, so that's cool. So we landed on it, thanks to the help of our uh, Ursa uh, shuttle pilot, Duma. And, uh, and we are now making our way into what looks like uh, an open hatch and a runway for this moon base. And uh, we're about to hopefully not fall into lava and get into this moon base and figure out who is sending out this distress signal. And we can hear an alarm that says, help, help, help. It's true. And as Florian, your Taro etheric specialist, has made their way to inside of the base, you turn around now and see your allies beneath you still on the 
shuttle that you landed, albeit at a slight incline, and by slight I mean extreme, and you are standing on extreme, standing on this extreme door, looking down through the opening back towards the shuttle from whence you came. Yeah, I think he'll he'll shout down to be heard over the winds, like y'all y'all better get up here. There's there is something weird going on, um, and then I will secure secure the line I brought up uh, and toss it down. I don't know if you need me to roll for that. <laughs> no, you find a pretty conveniently placed console to tie this rope off on and chuck the rest down to your teammates aboard this shuttle. Uh, the rest of you can pretty easily clamber up. I'm not going to require a roll to climb a rope. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I, just roll, I just want to roll 1d20. I don't... I, I just... Let me... Climbing. Surprisingly, if you want, you can speed. just hold on to the end and I'll just pull you up. <laughs> Much appreciated. Thank you. As you make your way one by one off the shuttle, uh, whoever's last will get a... Uh, a shouting farewell from Duma, who will say, Just remember, if things get hairy, come back quick. Get it uh, hairy? Because I, I am Urson and covered in hair. Oh, now I get it, as I'm being lifted up. Jokes are funniest when explained. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said this last episode, but I will die for this man. <laughs> He's the best of us. So fairly quickly, the four of you find yourselves on the interior of this pretty wrecked space station. Moon station? Moon base? You're not quite sure what this place was. There were no markings on the exterior other than the running lights of the landing pad. Those without power, I should say. The interior of this place is a mess. Around you, scattered as though they fell once the orientation of this base turned in a more mm, vertical fashion is the remnants of what appears to be a similar docking bay to one you just left not too long ago. The broken and shattered remains of several shuttles lay scattered about you, one of which clearly has done the vast majority of the damage to these hangar doors that would otherwise open and close for those who wish to enter. As of right now, they remain mostly closed, with a slight crack open as one of the doors is kind of wedged at an awkward angle, leaving enough space for the four of you to climb inside, but not nearly enough space for a ship to enter. Hmm. You're looking up into a vast cavernous space where everything is oriented strangely. There are clearly exits to this place that are along the far wall that you're facing. That wall, of course, being the floor that this place once was. On the ceiling above you, closer to the wall in front of you, so you see exits and uh, paneled doors of some kind. Getting up there would be tricky. And all around you is that crying alarm echoing through a station-wide calm. It sounds like a klaxon, but a klaxon... That's tone has been twisted and warped so that it sounds ever so subtly like the word help in a strange rhythmic fashion. I don't know if that's good. Uh, is that worse than hearing like a normal alarm or is this 
Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely worse. Um, I assume the technology involved in the interior of this place is Aether tech. It appears to be at first glance. Yeah. None of the lights Uh, are on in here, so you can't really see that far. I have dark vision. You don't. (laughs) Damn it. Mike's like, I made this universe specifically so no one could have dark vision. I shut that fucking meme right down. (laughs) We changed systems to get away from that meme. (laughs) (laughs) For that reason and that reason alone. Yeah. Everything is magic. That means all the darkness is magical. Fuck you. (laughs) I want to say that I have like one of those... uh, you know, the the light, the flashlight you have in Silent Hill, which is just like a weird pocket clip. Mm-hmm. Much more realistic in this setting, simply because any piece of aethite given a little juice can glow significantly. Fucking apple, orange, cranberry. Pomegranate. Pomegranate, wow. Dragon fruit. Mm. Yeah. Get out. Duh. Get out with your dragon. No. <laughs> you started it with the juice thing. <laughs> I didn't realize he was going to vastly destroy me with a, a, a significantly better joke. <laughs> Walk right into it. That's all I'm saying. And, and read, it. How, was he was read it. how long have you known Mike? <laughs> Week and a half. Two, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just met him yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you see with your flashlight. Shining your light around, you see that the place you're in probably goes about 100 meters up and about 50 meters to either side. There is a catwalk that would normally be probably about 10 meters above you if you were standing on the floor of this place and it was oriented correctly, but now it's simply, oh, just to your left. It is made of corrugated metal of some kind that could easily provide hand and footholds. Well, I think we found our way up. Um, is there some kind of skeek, some kind of, um, like, office isn't the word I'm looking for, but like a dispatch station? Hmm. Looking upward, you can see that there is some transparent windows at the far end that would probably be something like that. Hmm. Mm. But is not there... easily accessible. Not from your position, no. Is there any corpses around us right now? We're at the bottom of this, you know, capsized vessel yeah you get the sense that anything small enough to have gotten sucked out of this door when it wasn't in an atmosphere Um, probably did fair enough that's not a cool thought and i make that abundantly clear to everyone great you can see here all of the fingernail scrapings along the, uh, the ground oh look there's a whole one there too let me just uh, scrape this door really quickly and see what kind of residue I come up with. Oh, yes, that's blood. Hmm. No. Yeah. Tastes like blood, too. Yeah, it's blood. <laughs> I'm going to cross the catwalk now. Getting over to the catwalk again. The catwalk is at a steep, like, 75 degree angle going up. So it is a matter of a long climb. There are doors above you at intersections that lead away from this. Uh, room, but you don't know to where, necessarily. There are doors every 30 meters or so, so there are at least three before you would get to the ceiling slash back wall. If I could could get to the dispatch station, I could 
try to hack into the mate the the system and get a blueprint. Mike, how does okay? I was about to ask how does gravity work, but <laughs> so given that it was on a, on a moon, it would have its own gravity on the moon. But would it be enough to be normal, or would they need some sort of gravity creation device thing the way that I'm assuming our ship does depending on how large the moon is right exactly so that is some napkin math that you could stop to try to do if you have some kind of talent that might help you with that sort of thing no I'm just I'm just curious in this world that's how gravity is done on a ship there's some sort of artificial magic device thing thing. okay Mm -hmm. cool so just trying to figure that out. So and potentially there's a thing we can find. Potentially, yes. The, this A station like this would have some form of artificial gravity. Cool. Or helping with uh, bone density, if nothing else. Right. Mm-hmm. Assuming this was some kind of long-term stay facility. You don't even know what the purpose of this place was. No. The problem with that is that there wouldn't be like an anti-gravity setting. It would just be like on or off. Well... They're also good. dealing with magic. That's true. So <laughs> I'm also going to climb take up that science. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I'm. I'm. Yeah, start clambering. Sure. Okay. Clambering up the catwalk. Eventually, you come to a door on your left. It appears to be closed. There is a small panel just to the right side of it. So, kind of above the door, as it appears to you, anyway. Huh. There's probably no power. Do you, I mean, Shay, do you do you want to try to get over to uh to that dispatch station? The other, I'd love to. <laughs> I mean, the other the other option is we go through one of these doors and we find just like an office. Yeah. Why don't we try all the doors? Just go I mean, in. This is the only one we can reach. Well, yeah. This is just the first one you come across. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. You can see um, that there are at least two more along this catwalk above you. Okay. I'd rather. Um, open yeah. The if door. I like, yeah. can, can I like? sense and any kind of aether in the the panel or is it completely off okay it is off well this one is not going uh although since oswald is here shay does go up and like touch it even though they they kind of know without needing to touch it since they are trying to hide the fact they're a wizard from oswald oh sure yeah and they'll back up and say uh well uh, my expertise are not going to be of use here florian Oh yeah, I can I can try to open it. it. Does there seem to be any sort of like how fixed in the wall does this door seem? From just like I'm assuming I'm just holding with one hand onto the catwalk and the other just kind of like jiggling it. Yeah, it appears pretty fixed. There are some hinges on this door, which is strange. It appears as though the panel here is just some kind of locking mechanism, not necessarily something to open the door. So there is a handle on this door as well. Is it unlocked? You check it, and it is unlocked. Yes. <laughs> Defeated the door puzzle. Defeated the door. <laughs> Seems without power, the locking mechanism to this particular door is non-functional. Yeah, no, that's good. Some kind of magnetic lock that now no longer is viable. Take that, magnets. Yeah. We don't even know how they work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'll. Wait, I'm sorry. We don't even know how magnets work? That's a meme, Reed. Yeah. I don't, I don't do the internet. Magnets, how do they work? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Insane clown posse. Yeah, I, voila. Opening I up did the it, door, I opened the door. <laughs> you reveal a tight corridor, much less cavernous than the place you're currently in. 
the whole while you're while you're climbing and doing this, the alarm is still letting out that weird sonorous help, help, help. And that's coming from all directions or a specific direction? All directions. Okay, good to know. Well, let's try this way. So, based on the alarm, this place clearly has some power somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you have this corridor ahead of you, or you could keep climbing up, up to you. We can't see, like, the full length of the corridor with the flashlight, correct? Like far The flashlight it's not disappears down this corridor, and yeah, you can't quite see the end of it. Are any, are any, is this door labeled at all? Is there any sort of signage out in front of it at all? Uh, yes, in fact. It says dormitories. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to keep climbing then. Well, there might be somebody in the dormitory who needs... Yeah, you're right. And I'm going to look and see what the other ones say, too. I'm going to go. I mean, are we going in? I'm going to go in. Split the party. Split the party. Split the party. It's early yeah, enough. Yeah, of course. I'm just going to split the party. I mean, yeah, Why not? If Amari yeah. finds something real interesting, I, he can shout down to us. Yeah. Do we have any sort of communication devices? Is that standard? It would be or... fairly standard. Yeah, you could have personal okay. comms of some kind. Okay. Great. A uh, personal comms device can be something just wired to your ear. It can be some kind of wrist device. It can be all manner of things. So I have AirPods. There you go. <laughs> yeah. They're gold because I'm a dick. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, they're not So AirPods. Amari keeps climbing up the vertical catwalk. The rest of you are barreling into this corridor that is labeled dormitories. Um, I, I certainly am. Yeah. I'm going to go with Amari, actually. Okay. So, Shay keeps climbing, whereas Oswald and Florian enter this corridor. All right. Let's look for clues. Florian, Oswald, you are walking on what would be the wall of this corridor that stretches mm-hmm. off. The, there are doors beneath your feet that you can see. Um, I'd, I'd like to basically just open them as we come across them. Yeah, just check everything. Okay. The first few doors that you open beneath your feet don't open easily. They have to be forced open if you try to open them. There are palm locks of some kind on each of these doors that are keyed to probably individuals. Oh, so like private quarters. Yes. Um, I'll I'll force them. Take some time, but not necessarily super hard, and you've got plenty of leverage uh, trying to, like, pry these open just by, like, pressing them with your legs is a a fairly easy thing to do when the door is on the floor. Mm -hmm. The first one you open definitely lets out a creaking moan as you push the door open that Amari and Shay can hear from above. So you hear this door being pried open behind you, but it's not necessarily a disconcerting noise other than the fact that someone's prying open a door. Inside the room, you see somebody's private quarters have been absolutely like a like a tornado was through here. There are probably lots of personal effects that you can see scattered about the room. Books of all description, which is odd. Like printed books is a pr- pretty rare thing. <sighs> but also you see lots and lots of tiny little shimmering crystals scattered along the back wall of this place the down to you. Lots and lots of data chems. Oh. Mm-hmm. You see there is a fairly large desk that has been pretty much destroyed, shattered against one wall. It looks as though there was some large 
data terminal set up along that desk that is also absolutely in ruin. Strangely enough, the bed is still in place along what is the floor, but you see as a wall, as though it is bolted there. It's like welded, welded down, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, the rest of the furniture is a destroyed dervish of remnants. No sign do of any you, bodies. Do you want me to lower you down so you can pick up some data cams? Yes, that would be fantastic. Thank you. And I, I'm assuming that we can just do that for all of the the private quarters. Just, okay. Yeah. While just... you are doing that, what is your priority there, Oswald, in terms of picking up data cams? Well, it's tough first, to tell what's I, on them without accessing them. It's true. I I, I mostly just want to uh, pick around like a thousand thumb drives. Just I was right. Say, it was like it's just like this dude's fucking can video I, games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I uh, can I just look through the room to try and figure out what species? Uh, um, inhabited this space i, I want to try and get a sense of of who ran this this ship um and lived on to it. say everything's pretty standardized as you start going through this first room into mm-hmm. the second room and into the third probably not ogres the beds aren't big enough yeah you would say that's probably the same for taro and leon for the most part though mm-hmm. They're not not necessarily as big as ogres, so it's possible. Um, Enough pillows to be a Leon. Yeah. But it's tough to say. Everything you're seeing is fairly standardized in terms of the sheets and the the furniture and the data chems that you're seeing. You do not see any more books besides that first chamber that you enter. Okay. No written tomes of any sort. Okay. The climb up to the next door is a pretty quick one. And you see that this one is labeled Mess. Okay. And all of this is is written in Mid-Conic, by the way. The common tongue. Where, uh, I I don't know if we asked this earlier, but where in the Dragon's Wake galaxy are we currently? I know we're doing most of this in the southern reach, right? Southern and eastern reaches is where a lot of this work is being done. Currently, you are on a world in the southern reach. Kind of near the mid-rim, out okay. past Gobwar, the ogre homeworld. Kind of in between um, that and uh, Minos. Okay. And we don't know a lot about this planet. It's not super inhabited. It was as inhabited as any other planet. There were definitely okay. uh, uh, nearly a billion people on this planet. Okay. Not necessarily megacities per se. It was definitely uh, more of a kind of standard world, a little out of the way. Just something happened here during the war that caused this catastrophe, and no one's quite sure what. Hmm. Okay. If there uh, are records the... about it, the Empire's not sharing them. Nor would they. Is the door here also closed? Yes, but it does not have a handle or hinges. It appears to be a more standardized door. Okay. I'll see if I can pump some aether into it to see if I can open it. Okay. You want to spend an Aether die to try to power up the door? Sure. Yeah, there's nothing, because everything else, there's no other power sources around here that I can pull from because everything's off. It looks right? that way. Other okay. than wherever the Claxton's coming from. Yeah. How much, before I open this, uh, attempt to open this, how much further uh, is there to climb? You're at about the halfway mark here. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so potentially if everything's evenly spaced, two more doors. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll uh, I'll open this up. Okay. If you want to throw one, one of your aether die at this, you spend it, and the door mm-hmm. has power, at least for a limited time. Great, cool. I will open it. Easy enough. Accessing the door, once it's powered, the door slides right open. Okay. It opens into a short corridor that then opens up into a much larger space that looks empty, but even from where you're looking, you can kind of glance in and see that all along the, what would have been the left wall of this larger room appears to be a absolute wreckage of long tables and chairs and cooking equipment. It looks as though everything from a dining room fell into a working kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Well, this probably didn't yield too much, but oh well, there goes an aether dice. <clears throat> but that goes to show that you can absolutely use your own aether dice to power technology that is without it. Okay. All right, Shady, I don't think there's anything in here. Yeah, probably not. I mean... <laughs> Hello? Are you in there? Help. 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 Uh, yeah, help. probably not. Disturbing. Alright. I'll, I'll leave the door. Can I... Once I've powered the door with an aether, can I suck the aether back out to regain it? No. Damn it. Okay, I just wanted to see if that was a way of... Florian circumventing. <laughs> You can still I don't want Florian to have access my, that my... aether and use it for something. You just can't keep it and retain it. Okay. So I can't like take it out and put it in an extra spot in my data pad and save that for later. No, unfortunately. No. Okay. If you wanted to draw it out and use it for some sudden working, you could definitely do that. But yeah, it requires a specific trait to be able to draw out the aether and keep it all nummy nummy in your tummy. <laughs> That's cheating. No, there's there's no other technolo- like technology nearby that's within reaching distance. Not that has powered. No, is there anything that has power? No, there's some unpowered vending machines in the wreckage beneath you. Oh, this character doesn't care about that. Different characters would care about that, but this one doesn't. All right, <laughs> Shane, let's keep going. You get to another door marked dormitories. I, I don't care to spend another eighth or die okay. on this. <laughs> and the last if this door, one doesn't. This one also is, doesn't have a handle. This one does have a handle and hinges. Okay. Oh, okay. Open just uh, in case. <laughs> yeah. Foxy Grandpa to Space Cowboy and Bird Brain. There's another dormitory up here if you want to check it out. At this point, you've cleared three rooms, all of which have been on the floor, none of which are on the ceiling above you. Now, Shay, hang, hang on, Shay. Yeah. Who is Foxy Grandpa in this situation? Oh, you're that Foxy? one's me. You're you're Pride Rock. No, that's fair. Okay, I get that. I get. Or that. wait, okay. is Mech Daddy better? Don't let's not go with <laughs> the Mech Daddy. Mech Daddy is better. <laughs> no, Mech Daddy would be uh like some sort of lyric I would use in my my first rap album. <laughs> yeah. Please, please, Shay. That's my stage name. <laughs> yeah. And Lisman's muted, so whatever mm-hmm. he's saying is. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, um, uh, uh, it's uh, Oswald Octavian uh, uh, Theo... Theo... Oh, fuck, I can't even pronounce my name. Uh, Theophilius III, uh, uh, Archivist Extraordinaire. If you could just... Some sort of deviation of that would, would do uh, bird brains. Technically not a bird. I'm, this isn't over the, the comms, but... 
Shay, don't don't call him by his name. Don't do it. Oh no, yeah. So, sorry, Bird Brain, you're barking up the. We're a little bit too far away, but uh, we're gonna check out the other doors. Oh, we we really should get those comms fixed because we seem to have this problem quite often. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, well, uh, Florian, it doesn't look like there's much um, down here. Perhaps we should uh, move up. Yeah. There are also the doors above you. Well, we could do that. That's true. Uh, how high up are those? Uh, they're probably about less than a meter above your heads if you're standing on the wall. You could lift me up? Give yeah, me a boost? So the, the problem with that is that gravity <laughs> exists yes. and all of the stuff in those rooms will come out. Yeah, I see you, Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> oh, that's fair. You gotta wake up a little earlier in the yeah. morning. <laughs> uh, as hilarious as it would be for us to have to re-roll two characters because oh, we were crushed by stuff. By just stupid shit, yeah. Well, you've successfully dodged my bedroom trap. Ooh, that came out wrong. <laughs> hmm. Mm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Is there a door on the far wall? Like the end of the hallway. No, there appears to be a stairwell leading down. Or it would be down. Now it's to the right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, we could go down that way, or we could probably better rejoin the others. (laughs) Yes, good idea. I don't know how often any of us have been on a moon base, but uh, I is, is there a room that might, uh, uh, like a centralized uh, uh, alarm system or like a centralized, um, I guess, uh, system for the for this kind of play? Is, is there something that I'd be aware of as, as, as far as a specific room we'd be looking for for this alarm? I mean, with some kind of base of operations again you don't know the function of this place so you're not sure there's yeah given the size of what you've seen so far there's probably a security center somewhere yeah but whether or not that's timed tied into some bigger like system if it's just like is there a main aether hub somewhere where all the systems are tied together or Mm. is there separate individual spaces you don't know fair enough yeah, I think we should. Uh, uh, we should probably rejoin the others. Perhaps they've had more success than we have. Amari and Shay, you have reached that second dormitory door. Did you keep going up, or did you check out the secondary dormitories? I mean, we 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 opened it. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think it was necessary to go in if we just looked, called for like. Looked very similar to the first one. Yeah. yeah. Figure out what that last door is. Yep. Climbing on up. Climbing on up, you reach the last door before the catwalk bends to the right and moves towards the kind of middle of what would be the hangar and the back wall of that hangar. But this last door says in somewhat marred letters, you're not quite sure what caused it. There doesn't appear to be any debris around here that you can see, but it does say admin. That's the door I want to go in. And it's... Similar to the second door or the dormitory door? Similar to the second door. Okay. It requires power. I well, will I got put the first one. One of my aether dice in. Seems I like don't the, say that in my character voice, though. The, the dormitory See? doors were like. Because they had an, a handle and hinges, there's a level of like ostentation to that. 
that mm-hmm. is seems unnecessary, especially in a moon base. Yeah. But uh, you spend an aether die to power up the door? Yes. Okay. Door has power. It is locked. Crap. It appears as though the, the panel for this door has some kind of security key that is required. And Florian and Oswald, as you begin your climb yet again, you see that Shay and Amari are stuck at the last door at the top of this catwalk. For the catwalk turns right and, yeah, also moves along the uh, the back wall of this hangar. All right. I want to open this door. Admirable. And I'm going to try my damnedest. This is a high security door. You're not quite sure exactly what's going on in this system. So this is a hard roll, which means okay. you need to get a 20. Or, yes. or just spend three void dice. That void pool. Remember the void pool? That's just sitting there, just waiting. I mean, two of those void dice void are pool. over in my void pool, and that's nice. And I'll use those. Don't get me wrong. I'll use them. But <laughs> wouldn't it be good if you gave me three more and this just opened for you? You know, it would. But I'm going to try to do it my way. Okay. All right. Fine. Can't stop you. I'm going to cleverly wreck whatever security system mm. is in place on this door. Meaning I'm going to use my Aether Tech specialty specialization titled, I'm going to wreck it. Mm-hmm. So... Rather than going around or uh, accessing the security, you're just going to make that security stop. Yes. <laughs> because I don't yet have my specialization that is hacker voice, I'm in. <laughs> um, and I'm going to pull the Aether uh, from the dorm- from the mess hall door. Okay. Uh, as a wizard, you can absolutely access the Aether in a distant piece of technology that you're not holding, because wizards yep. can do that. Hey, if, if you didn't do my it, Aether, I was going to do it. <laughs> this is how I'm helping. This is how I'm helping the team family. Ooh, yes, as opposed spicy. to most people who have to access Aether by touch, a wizard can do it from a distance. Exactly. And hot diggity darn, that is two sixes and an eight, which puts Ooh. me exactly at 20. Oh, <laughs> yes. Who? So, uh, completely shredding the security systems in this door chem, you slag the Aethite chip within this thing, and the door lets out a shrieking little moan of protest before little sparks shoot out of the control pad, and the door just shunk falls down into the uh, adjacent wall opening for you. Gotta poke my head in. Looking in, you see a fairly dismal-looking office space. All of the stations and computer terminals that you might have seen set up in this place are all along the bottom wall. Darn. There is some flickering glowing from down there, as though some of the terminals still have a little bit of power, but they it is a broken heap down there. Well, we might have to do this the old-fashioned way. Which is? Room by room. Breezy, is it? All right. So we all split up, or what's the plan? You take this room, I go to the next one. We give a room to Florian and a room to Oswald. I mean, Space Cowboy, did you guys find any uh, stairs or any other entrances? Yeah, stairs at the back of the dormitory hallway. But they looked like they would have led down, maybe onto the 
floor of the hangar? Uh, no luck up in up up there. <laughs> the admin office is trashed. Not think I don't think I can get anything from the barely surviving terminals. Um, uh, did did you go into the um uh, the second dormitory? Um, not yet. Oh. Perhaps there is another uh uh, uh perhaps a staircase in that one. Perhaps going up as opposed to well, left as opposed to right direction. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm assuming we're having this conversation as we're climbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just Os- head in. Oswald and I can can check that out if, or if we all want to meet. Be our guest. Let's do it. So you want so, to check out the second dormitories? Yeah, why not? So the end of this like catwalk that we've been climbing up. Mm-hmm. We got to the door on our... It's on our left? It's on your left. Okay, so that's the admin office. Does it now turn and run kind of parallel to the hangar door opening mm-hmm. with other doors running along that? And two of those? Two doors on that? Uh, there's one door at the center okay. of that catwalk. Okay. And supposing it's going across, I'm sure there's a like a, a guardrail kind of thing that I could use to as a foothold to walk across. Absolutely, yeah. Perfect. I'd like to do that then. Okay. I didn't realize there was another door. My bad. Yeah. I mean, it's... that's what I, I was thinking it, there probably would, but I just want to make sure there is. Theater of the Nine and whatnot. And mm-hmm. yeah, moving to the right and kind of like now you're doing the uh, shimmy across the the catwalk with the, the railing on your feet. You can see broad, clear windows that le- look into some kind of office space, but you can't quite tell what's in there because there's a lot of stuff just on the window. But you can see that the door leading in there is clearly labeled Station Security. Ooh. Okay. The door is opaque, though, so you don't know precisely what has heaped itself on the door. The door is uh, also really, really without fast. power. Gravity exists. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a reminder. I, I'm sorry, you're, you're breaking up. What exists? Gra- <laughs> gravity? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure what you're saying, but you should probably just open the door and find out. I don't know why Florian's talking about graham crackers, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently they exist. Uh, my, they are delicious. Not my forte. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so... I mean, I'm... S- smart enough to not open a door that's got shit piled on the other side of it. I mean, fucking, come on. Yeah, no, I'm I know. I'm playing Grawl here. Could we I'm just saying, it? you don't know what's on the other side of that door. Right, so... so Could we uh, open op- it and just let everything fall down and exactly. be out of the way? Right, so what I'm saying, what I was thinking is there is, does opening the door require me to be directly in front of it, or is there like a palm pad on the side? It is a pad off to the, to the side, left. yeah. Okay, then I would be on the side where the pad is and be out of the way of any falling debris that would be coming down. Yeah. We should all be out of the way of the falling debris. I think everyone would be because it's over to the side. It'll be going straight down. Ooh, it might be going straight down out the hole into the ship. As as you are standing there near the door, you look down and about a hundred meters below you is the slightly open door leading out onto the landing pad. Duma, can you read? Gravity exists. Yeah, I was just about to say. Oh man, gravity exists. God damn it. Uh, Oracle Zero Zero to Shuttle 7. Take a couple laps. (laughs) And then come back. It's fine. (laughs) 
Copy that, Oracle Zero. We'll do. It's not a bad idea to have Duma look for any other points of entry into this thing if there are. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. We'll give the outside a once over. Maybe even twice over. Roger that, Duma. Yep, copy that. Copy that. You see no sign of the shuttle leaving? You Perfect. Now our ride is safe. <laughs> yeah, I give it a I give it a, a a good couple beats for Duma to like detach and then take off. Yeah, so I guess another Aether roll unless Hey Shay. Mm-hmm. There's another door over here. You wanna? Can you move the aether from that door to this one, or uh, you want me to open it? Can I do that? I think that would require some kind of spellcraft roll. Oh, okay. Well, I don't necessarily need to make you roll. I can open it. Okay. Manipulating Good, energy like that is a very particular set of skills. I totally could possible. have given myself a spellcraft specialization, but I didn't, so <laughs> I don't have anything in that. Okay. <laughs> Spellcraft is a talent that's all uh, about then... energy manipulation in ways that lots of technology can replicate, but if you want to just be able to do it on the fly with your brain, that's going to be spellcraft. Well, I guess I will attempt to open this door in the same way that I opened the last one. Okay. So uh, you're just going to throw a, an Aether yeah. guy into it? Yup. You power up the door, and it is also locked. <sighs> Alright, Shay, I'm really going to need you over here for this one. Alright. This is a very tough security door. Not only is there a pass key of some kind required, it is also biometrically linked to somebody's etherical essence. So only a select few would have had access to this door. It would be pretty incredible if you could get in here. Incredible, of course, being a 25 difficulty. Uh, okay. Are there, before we attempt this, if we even want to attempt this, are there other doors at the other end of this kind of catwalk going across? Yes, there appear to be a set of doors opposite the ones that you just passed up. There are also door. there is also a set of double doors straight down. If you're looking at the 75 degree floor, you're on mm-hmm. like the second level on that catwalk. Mm-hmm. If you look down beneath the catwalk, uh, there is a set of double doors just beneath you. That would be like flush with like the the hangar floor. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Cool. So that's probably whatever the main doors for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how long the aether would last in that door. Now that I've spent it, uh, we could uh, maybe look for uh, maybe somebody left a key in one of the rooms. Yeah. All right, so I guess, what, spread out, see if we can find a key? Or something else. Didn't, or didn't a hand. say it was a bioscanner? Yeah, and see if we can find a... A body? ...person. Or, or a living person. Yeah, so far yeah, you've that, found yeah. no traces of people. Which is weird. Spread All right. Out, call for help. Let's do it. Something I think I should reiterate is that this disaster, whatever it was that happened here, isn't recent. No. It happened at some point over the course of the war, which ended about five years ago. So whenever this occurred, it was during the shattering. If if we found a body, would we wouldn't be able to use like like it would have to be a living body for for a like bioetheric um lock. 
There are certain fringe cases in which that may not be true, <laughs> but uh, for the most part, yes. Yeah, I mean, if only we knew somebody who could do something about that, but we, we don't. Um, nope. Yeah, so weird. It's um, weird. It's, you know, it'd be funny if you were here when we play tested a little bit of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> huh. Hmm. Funny. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing like this has ever happened before. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but there are no, um, there are no convenient <laughs> bodies lying around that appear to be able to open said door. And the distress signal is a recent thing. The distress signal is just one of a myriad number of problems that were very much active on this world when the Coal Foundation ship showed up. Okay, so, so it could be like they have no idea. Yeah, it could have been going for years potentially. Okay, well that's not ideal. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing about I'm... yeah, the thing about getting into the security office would be, well, I mean, again, all of the terminals seem to be in a state of disaster, so probably couldn't get anything out of them about what was going on here. Unless they've got some sort of recordings or something, I don't, I don't know. Or, Unless they've got know, physical copies of things, backups on data cams, but those wouldn't be up here. Maybe there's a door on the other side of this door. Who knows? Anyways, I'm I'm spreading out. Going across yeah. all the way. Okay. So you're leaving the security door alone? I am. I. That's too bonkers for me to attempt. I want to check out the double doors. Okay. Somehow. Yeah, they're, like I said, they'd be technically on the same wall as the security door, just down a level. Yeah. So you could try to monkey bars down there and, like, climb up the opposite side of the catwalk. Yeah. Or could I, like, tie one of those um, nylon cords to myself and, like, hang? Yeah. Uh, again, the problem is is that once you're hanging off the catwalk, the door would then be above you. Okay. I'm, I am struggling so much so, with imagining how this thing looks. Here's the wall. It mm -hmm. is at a, I would say, 110 degree angle, and the catwalk sticks out perpendicular to it. Mm -hmm. You were on the top of the catwalk, looking at a security door that leads up against the wall. The double doors are just below that security door, beneath the catwalk. Mm. Okay. So imagine a T, and you were standing on the, like... The cross of the T. Right. And on the top... Part of the cross of the T is the security door. On the bottom part of the cross of the T is the double doors. The and gravity is going... Down. At, with the T. With the T. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> My spatial awareness is so bad. That's no, fine. My, mine Mike, too. I get, I get what you're spitting. Thank you, Reed. Cool. Yep. Quick to Microsoft Paint for so I can make a quick diagram. <laughs> yes, um, the most okay. efficient and and useful <laughs> tool for depicting things. Microsoft Paint. So then I would just like to monkey bars it then. Okay. If that is the way that it could be done. It's certainly the quickest way. Okay. Doing that. Uh, do you have anything in athletics? The thing. Well, uh, this is definitely uh, gonna be. Some kind of acting meaningfully, then. If you had something well, in athletics, I would say this wouldn't even necessarily require a role. So, okay. the Okay, but the, the thing is, though, I am a wizard, so I don't have to get close to things. It's true. But I can feel I can feel that this door doesn't have power. 
No, this door does have power. Okay. Then I would like to try to open it from where I am. You could absolutely do that. Yeah. Um, you want to do that with Oswald right next to you? Is As he right next to me? I thought we were investigating the second dormitory. Checking out the second hallway. dormitories? Yeah. Okay, I think, never mind. Yeah. Okay. That makes it more narratively interesting. Of course. How would you like to open this door? I mean, I feel clever anytime I open a door. <laughs> sure, sure. And I'm assuming it's powered by Aether, so... Mm-hmm, hmm Probably gonna use those two things. Okay, so it's cleverly indeed. gonna use your Aether tech to try to open this door? Yes, indeed. Any specializations you want to throw this way? Uh, I don't want to wreck this door. Mm. Okay. It'd be good so to have it be functional. Using the, the baseline D6 in Aether tech? Yep. And what is your clever? T- D10. Okay, so D10 and D6. Any Aether you want to throw? Based on what you're sensing, you think this door is going to be pretty hard to open. Really? Pretty hard? Yeah, there's some serious security measures in this door. Hmm. Mm. Can't wait to find out why. Let's see, this is... And there doesn't appear to be any systems attached to this door that would lead you to believe that it could be even opened from down there. Hmm. Like by a normal person. You think it's routed, in fact, to the security room that you're standing above. Hmm. So this might not even... Well... Wait, and these double doors go to the... These double doors the... go somewhere. Okay, I, I thought we... Okay. We don't Wherever this double doors leads is... Would have been beneath the security offices. Uh, I will use one of my own Aether dice. Okay. Yeah, um, it seems though what you're sensing from the store is that... Somebody in the security office would have to open it for anyone wishing to go through that door. Okay. All right. So you've got your clever, you've got your aether tech. Clever aether tech. And another d6 from a your aether pool. And we're looking for a 20. It's a 12. It's a 12. Yep. Well, that's not going to cut it, but you know nope. what could? You know what could? I mean, you could just void spend dice. three void dice. I'm not going to spend three void dice. It's so half, easy. Half of this is, ha- like, half the time is going to be Mike just like, hey, can I interest you in some void dice? Some slightly used. Slaps the top of the void die. You can fit so many <laughs> successes into fit this. so many successes into this, baby. Look, yeah. any opportunity to feel more like the devil, and I'll take it. <laughs> Um, and I rolled a 12. Nice. So that puts me at 26 something. It's over 20. Mm-hmm. It's over 20. So the doors open with a hiss and nothing falls out. Well, that's good. I guess. staring up into the corridor. Something should have fallen out based on what you're seeing up there. There is a small gurney that you can clearly see is on wheels at a bit of an angle. But it's not falling. Oh man, this is some arrival shit. They got different gravity in there. They got that deluxe model up in there. <laughs> they got that special gravity. Mm-hmm. I think there might be gravity in here. And, like over the comms, uh, just like what um, do you you're gonna mean? Have there's to be... gravity in there. There's gravity everywhere. What are you yeah. talking well, about? Well, no, you know. Sorry, you're right. Not, um, it is real. <laughs> <laughs> gravity is real. Like artificial gravity. Oh, well, yes, of course. Roger. And it's still functioning. 
I mean, it would seem so. I'm looking at a gurney that should have been, uh, you know, rolled itself out here, but uh, didn't. Is it weird that it's on wheels? A little bit. Seems anachronistic. Yeah. In a place like this, you would think like some kind of anti-grav chem gurney could very easily have been made. Why have something... Again, there are like hints of anachronism here that seem odd to you. Yeah. I mean, we 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 flew past the the horse drawn uh, ice cream vending machine on the way in. So, yeah, you know, that did seem. A you know, bit this strange. this whole planet's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's in a bit of a tricky spot, though. Not uh, super easy to get into. I am just assuming that we have not found anything in these other rooms that is dissimilar from. You find that there are far less rooms in this dormitory. Hmm. The wall above you only contains one door. The wall beneath your feet only contains three doors. If you pry the ones open beneath, you can see that the rooms there are, or would have been, much more lavish. Hmm. Much more well-appointed. The beds are not bolted to the floor, and thus they are now in ruins. Whatever furnishings they had were of much better quality. Woods imported, obviously, at great expense uh, of carved furniture. Like, this stuff is pricey as heck, especially importing it to a weird little moon base. It looks like there are some probably expensive-looking books down there, as well as a very some very expensive-looking uh, data terminals. But, again, you'd have to get down into the rooms to try to salvage them. And salvage is what it would be, because they are all... Very much a mess. Yeah. But it might be worth looking into. Uh, we could probably. If you grab me a book. Sure. I'll, you down. I'll grab you one of those books. So I go down. Start rooting around. Roll me a d20. Ooh, d20. What? What is this? What is this, Mike? I've never seen this before. Dodecahedron. Mm hmm. Okay. You see that the data terminal down here is totally destroyed. There are data chems scattered through the ruins here, but a lot of them are cracked and damaged beyond repair. Yeah. There are books scattered down here, and the first one you grab is a slim volume that is a pretty common one, and one you would have seen before. Yeah. It's called The She-Verses. It is a, a long poem, essentially, that details the ins and outs of fey culture. Hmm. You said you'd get that book for me. You don't get to keep it. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't either. Specifically, it's about the hierarchy of their court system. Oh, yeah, I'll pocket that. And then, uh, I guess there's there's not anything else in this room. I mean, I can I can do a little um, sleuthing around, I suppose, but I don't. I don't know if there's anything of interest necessarily. Mm, no, not necessarily. Okay. Well, then I'll. Um, I, I assume with Florian's assistance, uh, get back up mm-hmm. and hand him the uh, the book. Thank you. Hmm. Like I said, it's a pretty common text. It's uncommon to see it in print. Seems right. like kind of a, a custom print job. But this is something that is very widely available, especially on the metanet. Uh, it is made available by 
the she courts themselves? Why would they try to hide this sort of information from mortals who wish to understand? Yeah. Free advertisement. Absolutely. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I assume we check the other rooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check the other rooms and also then if we don't find anything else spectacularly yeah. interesting, go join Amari and Shay. Essentially, yeah. Okay. Your search, That's yeah, doesn't cool. reveal much. The other two rooms, at least on the floor that you're on, don't reveal anything too spectacular. Do you try to open the single door above you? No. Is the hallway thinner? No. Then no. <laughs> okay. I mean, we, we get what, what is the... to do some sort of cool uh, shuffle out of the way. But... What, um, what is the opening mechanism for these doors? It appears to be hand print locks, like uh, they're assigned to a specific person, and their etheric resonance is what opens the lock. So I'm not necessarily sure we'd be able to do anything from a distance. It would be, It'd be hard. hard. It'd be hard to pry open from the... Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, let's not worry about it then. There's not anything at the end of the hallway? Uh, no, actually. Okay, good to know. Okay, Amari, what are you up to? Um, That one doorway at the end of the catwalk? Mm-hmm. Um, what is that one labeled? On the far right, you see that mm-hmm. it is labeled janitorial. Pride Rock to, to Bird Brain, I found your uh, data store over here. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't do that yeah i mean like is is it just like i mean i might as well check the room i'm already here is it just a normal door it is a normal door that is unpowered oh it's not a sorry it's a Antique in this door. setting it's a normal door yeah it's not a it's not a a, a relic of a bygone age <laughs> nope it's a normal door powered by aether then eh, fuck that shit no <laughs> this shit on mount yeah. Yeah, it's just a janitor's closet, so I'm not going to bother with that. And looking down, you can see that there actually aren't any more doors on the wall here. There appears to be several open bays of some kind. Would climbing down, is, is it more treacherous to climb down than it is up? Oh, for sure. Damn it. Isn't it always? <sighs> yeah. You get yourself into this mess and damn it. Okay. From your angle um, now, you can see the door that Shay has opened, and mm-hmm. it is opening up, but yeah, you can see the gurney that's up in there, and it's real weird. Space, 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 space. Okay, what do I have in athletics? A D4. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, the guardrail going down, does it have like monkey bar style poles that I could grab onto and climb down that way? Yeah. Rather than kind of, kind of instead of going down via the catwalk it's itself, it's a little bit more difficult because the spacing of the bars isn't conducive to doing that. Oh, it's more difficult than going down the already difficult surface. It, they're spaced like, uh, me, uh, like fifteen feet apart or something, uh, like ten feet apart. But yeah, okay. So you'd ha- you have to like dangle and then let go and catch the next rung down. <laughs> well, let's see here. How tall am I? How tall? How tall are, am I? How tall are you? G- giving. Well, I don't remember the height. The 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 height chart for all of the species. <laughs> I remember the the Leon and the Urs and or the Ursa or whatever are like this similar height. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember what that is. Like six feet or. Seven feet, yeah, or roughly what? seven-ish feet. 
Okay. So if I'm hanging from one, I'm seven feet tall and I could, you got a two foot span. I'm only dropping one foot from rung to rung onto a, 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 a thin metal bar just below your feet. Yeah. But I'm a cat man, and cats are very balance-oriented. Cat cats, yes. Man. It's the man part that's the problem. <laughs> Isn't it always? <laughs> Almost always. Almost always. Okay. Um, so, but that's more difficult than just going down it normally. Yeah, kinda. I would say so. Okay. I'll just try to... It's certainly quicker. Well, yeah, <laughs> jumping is quicker, too. It I could be, be that, a no problem. lot quicker. Yeah, dog. I just want to see what's in, like, the first bay. If you have a lead, you could just tie it to one of the guardrails and repel. I don't know if I have that. I have a gun. I only have a gun. Just, just shoot it. I'm going to shoot a hole what... through the wall so I can see what's in the bay. Uh-huh. No. Um, Quick scramble down, you would see that the first bay, albeit destroyed, appears to be some kind of engineering space. Like, what, where one might do shop work. Shay, I found another spot. That might interest you. It's a bunch of parts and, I don't know, it's some sort of engineering bay. Oh, yeah. Could I get in there or? Uh, is it open? Is it just, an, just open an open thing with the catwalk, all of the yeah. stuff? Just everything's just, just slammed into the one side. Right. And some of it probably fell out. Yeah. Okay. It would explain some of the debris down below. Okay. Well, I'm going to probably deduce that the rest of the open bays are similar to that. Yeah, I, I guess I'll... Would it be easier to go all the way back down to the doors and try to make my way up the lower level? Or is that going to be pretty possible given it's probably a flat, like, That's the smooth surface? Threat, yeah. Okay, all right. You could probably throw one of your lines straight down and try to clamber up once it's tied off to the, the catwalk at the very top of this uh, hangar. Yeah, why don't I do that? So from the point, I'll climb back up to the center of the central, of the, the top catwalk and tie a lead to the centermost point, and that way I can rappel down to directly where Shay is, or if we need to, we can use it to get all the way back down towards the hangar doors. Yeah, absolutely. That okay, that'll take a couple perfectly. Minutes. And by the time you're done with that, Florian and Oswald are catching up. Right. So you're all gathered at the north end of this building uh, on this awkward catwalk as your team leader has uh, secured a line that stretches back down along the hangar floor and towards the busted hangar doors at the back. Just beneath you, you see that weird gravity anomaly. Yeah, that's where I want to go. Oh, wow. I wonder if, I mean, the only way to test it would be incredibly dangerous, but I wonder if gravity asserts itself once someone has gone through the doors. I mean, throw throw something in there and see what happens. Oh, shit, yeah. I was thinking like a person. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just throw, forgot that you could just throw something in there. Could, <laughs> I mean, the professor, uh, not professor, I don't know why I called you that. <laughs> I don't know where you went Weird. to school. I don't give too much credit. <laughs> The archivist is uh, pretty light. You can toss him in there. Hey, that's what I was thinking, but like that's not a good idea. Amari came up with a much better one. I'm actually um, um, self-taught. Uh, no formal education. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Actually. <laughs> that makes it, that makes it worse. 
<laughs> so much stuff is starting to make sense. <laughs> did you teach? Did you teach yourself your social skills too? Well, no, I I learned that uh, from speaking with other individuals. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you gain social skills by talking with other. I know this is hard for you to understand. No, please speak Staying slower. As... I'm having trouble understanding you. I Sound can see it out, that. Please. There's a little oh. bit of drool coming out of your mouth. So that's I'm normal, though. That's uh, that's a yeah. I have a, <laughs> the perfect plan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have robot hands, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Cybernetic hands, I suppose. Yes. The robot. I would the like hands are to... not independent robots. No. <laughs> but what if they were? This one's name is Maz, and this one's name is Tiamat. Because I completely forgot to talk to you about this before. Um, oh, good. So, yeah. So let's just I just <laughs> forgot. <laughs> so it's fine. You can be like, no, Ellie, you can't do that. But like, what if I could control my hands? Like I could pop one off and control it like a drone. Like thing oh, Adam from Adam's family. family. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Using that etherics. is absolutely possible given a firm application of Aethertech. And a specific specialization therein. Okay. Okay. Some kind so it's of something I can work towards. Drone piloting sure. skill of some kind. Cursed okay. hands, as it were. <laughs> I should Thank also you mention. for picking up what I was putting down. <laughs> I should also I mention that Oswald has rocket boots. I, oh, I just okay. I to mention that before. <laughs> But he can't um, fly. He no, can't here's fly the thing. Right? No. If you had I... spare XP to throw around and tell me, hey, it's reasonable I might have picked this up at some point, <laughs> that is something you can spend XP for on the fly. I don't okay. I see what you did there with with on the fly, but I don't know if rocket boots are something that would I would conveniently <laughs> come across. I'm just uh, saying <laughs> I am explaining that is a use for XP that one might have. Right. Okay. Picking up an item that we didn't bring or could have reasonably acquired at some point. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So rocket boots are reasonably acquirable gear. Sure. No. Everyone, we need rocket boots. Next time we have downtime, I expect every single one of you to be purchasing now piloting those rocket boots. (laughs) Is a skill just fine. I will do just fine. (laughs) I got a one d four in pilot, so maybe I could get rocket boots. I'm, I'm just imagining that uh, meme of the newscaster who has the little water-powered jetpack <laughs> and he just flies straight into the river. <laughs> but it's a vacuum of space. Yeah. yeah. So oh, just keep going much forever. more sad. I throw a thing. I throw a... I've got a, a pen cap I was chewing on. I chuck it in there. <laughs> Fucking a... I don't as soon know. as it crosses the barrier of the door, it falls to the ground. Science. How far is this door from us? From where you are on the catwalk currently, it is directly in front of you. Unfortunately, that is through a catwalk. I mean, I tied a thing to it. You can yell. Yeah, once, you're hanging, off, once you're hanging off the rope Oof. and looking up at the open doors, they're probably about 10 feet away. You might have to lower... Lower our, our archivist down, given his his wee little arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't think he can spring ten feet 
<laughs> through the air. Well, it's the fact that it's down and at an angle, so he can't video game change his direction of descent <laughs> on his fall. I'll just swing on the rope, you know. Like Can you Tarzan. grab the rope? Can you grab? I mean, that's fine. Him around like a oh, sure. No, no, that's totally fine. I, my biggest thing was, can you grab the rope with your kind of arms? Or can you not grab the rope? I can. I can grab ropes. Okay. I, just, I, ha- I have. I didn't. I have thumbs. Right. I just didn't know if your hands were able to um, no. clasp. Were able to get close enough together for both hands to grasp a single thing. I mean, they are just long enough for that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Because <laughs> I was definitely thinking of the picture of the little tiny dinosaur that you posted, <laughs> in which the arms have no physical way of reaching yeah. anywhere close to each other. Yeah, not, at best. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite uh, Kirby arms, but yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. I'll fucking Tarzan swing on this rope. I'm gonna need an yeah. athletics roll of some kind then. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, because I'm going first, I'm gonna say that this is a bold action. This is very bold. And yeah, also especially when you described it as Tarzan swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Tarzan's a very careful and and quiet character. I don't yeah, know he's he's, he's known him. for his subtlety. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, George of the Jungle. Swing. Even more subtle. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Brendan Fraser. They're, Classic can... moment of physical comedy. Yeah. This is the part where we all throw our heads back and laugh. That movie holds up. That movie's a great movie. Does this seem like something that? is possible it seems like something that's going to be very challenging at the very least three void dice it's two void dice just two just two Two. only two no i'm gonna spend my other two aether my other one aether sorry Mm. got a big aether pool there yeah i actually i i actually have two more but i can't spend the second one unless i'm going all in right the last one just never counts as being spent. So you can still use it. So you always have access to at least one Aether die. The only time it becomes no longer an option is if you go all in. Okay. Which is then an I'm action gonna... I will explain when we get there. Then I'm going to spend two because yeah, I absolutely. don't want to die. <laughs> That's uh, an admirable goal at the very least. That is a 19. 19 is four more than you needed. So there is a moment. Uh, a question, and also to explain the rules to our um, ah, yes. listeners. Uh, so I rolled a one on one of those, um, Aether. Okay. Uh, yes, whenever you roll a one on an Aether die, it does not count as being spent. Does that mean that I still have two? Yes, it does. Oh, cool. Yes. Um, excellent. Because, yeah, nothing's worse than rolling a one on an Aether die and feeling like you wasted it. So, how about uh, they're not wasted? Hooray! Huzzah! Um, then, yeah, I'm in there. And I'm assuming and hoping that gravity reasserts itself. There is an awkward moment as you swing up into this door where you're suddenly scrambling to your feet being dragged to what was once a wall. And now you're just standing there with a rope that is going down and then suddenly changes its gravity orientation when it goes through the door. Mm-hmm. It's very weird to look at, because now you're standing <sighs> on a floor and looking out across a vast open hangar 
and everything in the hangar is collapsed up against the far wall in a weird, upsetting way. And beyond that hangar door is a mile-long fall to a molten lava pit. So good. What's almost more upsetting is the way your companions are clinging to the catwalk that you're looking up at now, staring down at you. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Like it. Or the way Florian is kind of hanging to the underside of it. You know, weird, like, uh, old vampire cling. (laughs) All right, like, it worked. Yeah, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) Wow. This is so we terrible. All, we just have to oh just go ahead and do that then. Yeah, I can also hold like keep holding on to the cuz now you've just got a looped line leading into that space that is attached yeah. to the floor. Yeah. So no, no, we just pull our way in. Swing or like slide down it. I'll just hold on. Sure. Yeah, um, it's really upsetting to watch from either orientation because what you all see is Florian standing at a 80 degree incline, just holding the rope straight down from your point of view, saying, it's fine, I've got the rope. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm... clearly fine. <laughs> I know. I'm but... not even worried about it. Let's it's... go. Unless you've had an excessive amount of zero tre- zero G training, this sort of orientation is just very off-putting. You're not used to seeing people from angles like this. There are people who deal in this sort of thing, people who work on space stations, who use grav boots to do exterior work, uh, who work out in space in zero gravity. So this isn't something totally unknown. It's just, for most folk, it's weird. But one Uh, by one, you can scramble down in there. Up in there? Yeah. In there. Into there. Over there? There. We go there. (laughs) And pretty quickly, you find yourselves in a corridor, much like I described with Florian staring out over the vast expanse of the hangar, and turning around, you look back, and there is a long, wide corridor. Some gurneys you can see elsewhere up the corridor, all of them with wheels, all of them slightly old and anachronistic. There are no doors to either side of you, but there is a broad, what looks like some kind of energy screen could be set up here in multiple layers. There's clearly aethite laid into the walls and ceiling and floor in concentric circles leading deeper into this space. None of them are activated, but some kind of energy field could be set off in this place. You're not sure what exactly would trigger it. Does it appear to be some kind of security system? Probably but you don't exactly know. It's not on right now, if it is. At the far end of the corridor, once you've got light in here and can start swinging it around, because it is totally dark in here. The door mm-hmm. had power, but there's no lights on in this place. If anything, the, the circles of these security features show up better in darkness, because the aethite that is inlaid in the, the walls and ceiling glows very faintly in darkness. And you can see the bright red of ruby aethite gleaming out from those fixtures. Oh. Ruby that. That's the deadly kind. Mm. Generally used cool. for energy projection of one kind or another. Most guns use ruby aethite. Got some right there. 
But once you um, swing the lights around and start looking around, you can see at the very back end of this corridor is another set of double doors, but they're clearly embossed with a logo that did not appear anywhere else when you were out and about in the hangar. Huh. Which logo? Taco it is Bell. a crested shield with a black obelisk at its center. And it is the logo of Aegis Technology Solutions. For uh, what technology solutions? Aegis. A-E-G-I-S. Or Aegis. Uh, what do I know? It. I've heard what do of I know? What do I know about uh, Aegis Technology Solutions? I think that would be some kind of knowledge check. It sure would. And then let's go ahead and... Uh, how, if this were... If there were any sort of historical records of a, a company that, you know, used this crest that went by this name, what would be the difficulty of, of this kind of uh, I will say, depending on what you roll, you will get a different amount of information. Fair enough. It is not a hard roll to just know who Aegis Technology Solutions is. Mm. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead. But depending on what you roll, it will change how much you know. Right. Just spend one aether die. Okay. Yeah, know the different uh, difficulty levels are 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, and up. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. That's going to be... Uh, tw- so that would be 17. 17. Just three more would get you to 20. <laughs> but 17 is a pretty good roll. Uh, let's go with 17. Okay. You know that Aegis Technology Solutions is a big tech company. They specialize in metanet security. Generally, they do a lot of government contract work to make systems secure against the Fae. Gotcha. Hence the books, potentially. Right. And the analog, sort of. That might be an explanation. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's one thing the Fae are good at, it is messing with people and their technology. Buttholes. Given a brief window into a system, a Fae can leap in from the metanet and scour its way into a given system, causing all sorts of havoc if left unchecked. Aegis Technology Solutions prides itself in the invention of the... IFF, Identify Friend or Fae system that they have coined, and it is a pretty standard system throughout the galaxy for metanet security. Okay. Beyond that, you don't know much about them. You know that they're a large company. They do extremely well. They're not the only name in metanet security, but they're the big one. Yeah. They're the, they're the Norton of metanet security. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool, cool. So yeah, that is what you see. Great. Shall we, uh... As we're we're looking around, because, yeah, uh, we we shall, is there any indicator of, like, what... Like, why the gurneys? Is this... That's weird for a med bay to have this odd security system. Yeah, you don't know. All you know is as you press forward and put a hand, it squeaks unsettlingly as it rolls slightly, and that alarm is still going off. Help, 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 help. Is it getting louder? No. No, because it's omnipresent. 
So it's coming. Is it audibly coming from what we can see as speakers or is it coming from just everywhere? You assume there's some kind of system wide comm system, but you don't know where it is. There's no uh, obvious source. Huh. I don't know All if right. this is starting to reek of Fae stuff or not, but <laughs> what's going on with these this these doors door with a crest? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It <sighs> appears to have power, but it is closed at the moment. There appears to be some kind of security panel to the right of the door. Does it seem like the Does it seem like the mess door that Amari came up against, where like the the power is going to the security panel or does it seem like the door is also it all seems powered okay let's go Shay. Yeah. <laughs> all right i'm up this be a hard one here security here seems just as tight as the door you just opened if you had to guess you would say this is some kind of locking mechanism where the door behind you has to be closed for this one to be open just based on what you're sensing oh i i can go close it okay I mean, it's already it, that other one had power already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but uh, it was indicated that it had to be closed or had to be opened by the security room upstairs. It might also have to be closed that way. Maybe it might also just be able to be closed from the inside. Very potentially. Yeah. And going back, you can see that there is some kind of pad you can press to close it from the inside. Just want to point out really quick, this could be a problem. If we need to get out, I don't know if we're going to be able to open it from the inside. Just want to point that out. Well, if we if we are in a situation where we have to get out, I don't feel super bad about fucking with the overall system to just make it open and stay open since we're not going to like build a summer home here. I mean, I was thinking about it a little bit. No, yeah, of course. We'll get the hell out of here. All right. I close the door. I attempt. To, I try to close the door. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it closes. Hey, I closed the door. It is now job. pitch black in here, leader. but for the light you have brought with you. Okay, I am gonna open this door as cleverly as possible. Mm. Like I said, okay. looks to be a hard door to open. Clever aether tech roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yep. With a little bit of aether dice thrown on top of it. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm running out of. My own stock. Again, you uh, can never also, completely spend the last one that is in your aether pool. That's true. Uh, also, I uh, think I I thought I asked this, um, but maybe I didn't because I don't remember what the answer was. Um, so wizards' aether pools, and for our audience, don't refill during downtime. Mm-hmm. So when do they? Uh, they can refill if you dedicate your downtime or time during a scene to meditation. Okay. I see. And that is something anyone can technically do, is if you want to spend the scene, if you want to take yourself out of the scene so that you can no longer act meaningfully, you can spend the scene meditating to bring your Aether back up. Okay. How much... Does it completely refill, or does it go up by one, or or how does that? It goes up by a number equal to the die number you roll on an aether die. Cool, excellent. Up to your maximum, obviously. Yeah, cool. That is good to know. Um, okay. Power of meditation has made me three times as powerful. (laughs) I mean, or you can summon the scene just standing there in a crouched, slightly crouched position, screaming. That also accomplishes the same feat. That's what we call the, uh, the DBZ rule. 
Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, but then your hair turns yellow and you start glowing and radiating light. Or blue or red or whatever color they're doing these days. Hey, yeah. I mean, hey, we're still, this is season one. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. Season one, DBZ. Just <laughs> lots of yelling right now. And eventually we'll get to glowing golden gods. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, well. Oh, beans. And please uh, keep in mind, if your tactics and talent size both come up one at any time, please let me know. Uh, they did not. Damn. Uh, but it's not even a 10. Oh, wow. So, that sounds like a lot of void dice to get this open. Yeah. So, okay, here's the question, I mean, it is a 9. It is a 9. Technically, it could just be one void dice. I could just use one void dice. So, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Shay failed this roll, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Do they get to attempt the same roll again if they no. spend some time away from it? So it's right only now one we are and done. In, we are in Schrodinger's in potentia. At gotcha. this moment, okay. Shay seems incapable of overcoming the security systems here. But the the winds of the void are fickle and want to just help you along in a shortcut <laughs> to future successes. Right. So so an attempt at this thing represents the attempts Correct. at this rather than the one go. Okay, right. interesting. Cool. Just clarification. Kind of short. I don't know what voice I'm doing. All right. Well, hopefully it only takes one. Or you could try to find another way. I I could try my method. Or you could roll a void dice. How often do you get to roll d12? There's supposed to be 13, right, total? Yes. Okay, I accidentally deleted one. Okay, I Oops. fixed it. Cause the, okay, so the doors are big, though, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it'd be extra tough to just yank them open. Possibly. Especially while I still have power. But if they didn't, though, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Could just be yeah, you one know what? void dice, though. Just one? I have rolled the majority of the void dice. And I <laughs> appreciate <laughs> you for that, Elliot. I really do. Mike, you're enabling them. You're yes. enabling me. I'm yes. so easily in. No, actually, let's give Florian a shot. Okay. Yeah, you throw your etheric weight against this door, and the security here, it seems more comprehensive than simply open or closed door. There, There is some kind of security key code here that you do not possess. A randomized series of digits that probably change on their own as per this system. So who knows how many variations there might be. Seven. Are you- All kinds of random random numbers and uh, don't have a, a hacking program for that. Ugh, I can't get in this door. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I could just, yeah. Uh, and Florian is just going to press one hand against the door itself. And how, how much aether is in here? Uh, it doesn't okay. matter. I'm taking all of it. Okay. Uh, Florian explodes. <laughs> There is just... two aether dice worth in the door here. It's a complicated door. Most doors only have the one. But I'm almost out. <laughs> Sounds um, like a you problem. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to use my trait called Aether Leech, which uh, gives me the ability to just eat up that magic. Mm. I drink it up. 
you pop a bendy straw in in all technology <laughs> and you just kind of it's um it's like the the that D D item that's the fork that makes anything edible it's like that <laughs> except a bendy straw yeah the door is now without power cool can i try to force it yeah absolutely this is I'm definitely assuming. some kind of athletics role yeah unless you have some other unique talent for prying open doors i don't okay i am going to yeah i ain't good at being forceful but i'm gonna try yeah Wait, this sounds what's forceful. your what's your uh highest tactics diet uh, careful. Forceful is my least, but I did just roll a four in it. Booyah. Good job. Now here's a fun time we might use to explore joint actions. So. Just thinking that, yeah. Somebody wants to help out, or if multiple people want to help out, they can use their talent dice to help Florian's roll. They cannot use their own tactics, because Florian is taking the lead on the tactics here. But if you have any talents in specifically athletics, you can help out. I got a d4. Yeah. Every little bit counts. Oh, in athletics? No. Yeah. Uh, you got a three coming your way. Okay. Um, And I'm going to spend two of my beefy boy dice. Mm -hmm. And that is 18 plus three is 21. 21 gets the 20. Between you and Amari, you brace yourselves and pry this door open. And as soon as you do, the wailing help klaxon shuts off. And suddenly you're in silence. Oh, thank God. Oh, whatever. No, that actually feels worse, because I was kind yeah, of getting used to it. It's real it does, bad. It? No, this is, this is nice. It's... Um... <sighs> Did we just let something out? Hello? Somewhere deeper in the darkness beyond the door you just opened, a voice will say, Hello? And I think it is there that we will call tonight's episode of Material fair. Components. That's fair. Yeah. And I look forward mm. to seeing what lies in the darkness next time here in the Dragon's Wake Galaxy. But of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, where I post art and post about MatCom. You can also find links to my Patreon and Society6 stores there, so you can help support me. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia, um, where I talk about all sorts of stuff, including mostly tabletop RPGs. Uh, come hang out! If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at The Readamus, where I post lots of pictures of my adventures and tweets about my shenanigans. I also run the Matcom RPG Instagram account, so you can also find us there at Matcom RPG. And you can support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And when you do, include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the, of the review, and we will put that NPC into this campaign. That is absolutely true. And when you do, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGergoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things Matcom and tabletop RPGs, such as our good, good friend Omatep, who you can also find on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is not in this campaign... Yet, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, 
the world, the galaxy, is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.